Welcome to Shredder Show, and today we have got a new three-part series, which is going to be on three secrets to your ultimate transformation. Episode number one today is going to be going to discuss the ins and outs of goal setting, why this is important, and why this is going to help you take the next step in terms of taking your physique to a whole other level. Joined in part on this uh, three-part series on the podcast with great friend, Dr. Chris Spearman, and we'll see you into the episode now. So, so what's it all about? Episode number one of what's this series? I think probably the three most fundamental laws or reasons why people get a transformation and some people don't, but um, it really can be simplified, I think, into these three simple steps. And what are these three simple steps we're going to talk about in these three podcast episodes, which we're going to split them up into? So goal setting or having maybe a clear path to success and having it mapped out for you or someone who generally speaking if we go through a journey or you know we're moving towards a goal chances are we've not achieved that goal before or it wouldn't be a goal so having people who have either done it themselves or have helped other people get there so mapping out that clear path number one number two i think is a community element that we found massively useful be it for ourselves uh, for you know clients friends um, and then number three is your favorite. I'll let you do this one. Removing the bullshit because that is probably the most biggest issue I see with people in their own quote unquote fitness fat loss journeys. People get distracted too much with the, the micro rather than looking at the macro things. They worry too much about creatine timing rather than actually training hard and executing exercises correctly. But we'll come into that further into in the oh, last yeah. part. Of the yeah, that'll probably series. be a longer episode. Yeah, there's a lot to rant on about that one. <laughs> so yeah, goal setting. Um, I think it, you know the important thing is not just setting the goal, but uh, as we said, having a clear path to to achieve that goal. And I think that maybe one of the biggest mistakes that we make uh, as humans or our clients make is maybe thinking about the end goal rather than the next step on the ladder, I suppose. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they, first word that comes to mind is they become drifters. Like not just in fitness, but in life in general, people drift through life. So for example, people are like, oh, I didn't realize I've been working in this job for like 10 years now, or I've been training for the last seven years, yet I've never made any progress. I still haven't got any abs I've been working on for, yeah, I still train all the time. And the reason for that is because people don't have specific goals and they don't have an objective outcome they're looking to try and achieve with a, a defined timeline because ultimately need people need a specific date a specific goal to have pressure on themselves to then um actually make sure they follow through and do what they need to do yeah i think um i think we all can be guilty sometimes of just doing something that we're like familiarity something that that, that we just are used to doing but I think if you ask the question like to, to anyone like okay how long have you been doing x y and z and what's the return been like on that what the, the return on the investment of time what's that been like um and i think you'll find that for the vast majority of us until we get some form of direction it's not a great investment it's not a great return um you know i for an example would be you know, when you speak to people about, okay, well, you know, this is what I've been doing. Like it works so well for me. I'm, I'm hesitant to change. And it's like, okay. And how long have you been trying to achieve your goal? And it's six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 years. And then you're like, okay, so you've been doing this 
three, four, five days a week for 10 years, um, you know, what, what's that progression timeline been like? And then they start to realize like, actually, I haven't really made a huge amount of progress when you break it down like that. So um, I think the one thing that's really important to say is like, we're, we're doing this and the series is, is to uncover the fact that there aren't any secrets really. It's very much a case of empowering you all to be aware of what's possible, but also to kind of open your eyes to the fact that hard work is always involved, no matter what program you join or no matter what secret formula you have, like these are three very fundamental steps that you need to overcome. I think the the big point there you mentioned was hard work. And I think the other second word that goes with that is consistently consistency, because I think again, another big mistake of probably the people who have been training for seven to 10 years and say, Oh, this is what works for me are probably the people who are very maybe consistent Monday to Friday. And then the weekend comes around and it's an absolute mess. And then they roll into Monday and they're trying to pay catch up again. And it's, they're constantly spinning their wheels and they probably have been for the last five years, seven years. And everyone will have that moment with a penny drops and like, ah, they'll see an old photo and then realize they look exactly the same as they did five years ago. They go to the gym constantly and they, they think they're progressing. As you said about in terms of return of ROI on your time, if you're not actually moving forwards, then chances are you're probably moving backwards because you're wasting your energy your time and your money because there's a cost involved with training if not financially obviously your time is it worth something that, that that's massive and i don't think people address that so let, let's just kind of break that down for a second if if you're saying that you've never invested in your health and fitness but you've spent the last 10 years you know two maybe an hour session four times a week so four hours every week that's 200 hours a year times 10 years there's 2000 hours you've invested and you've not got a result think of how much money you could make if you ch- if you were doing something so what, what what's important is sitting on your ass doing nothing is not losing it's actually going to the gym putting all this hard effort and not getting a result although yeah okay you get full marks for effort you probably be better off spending that time doing something better better placed and the whole point is we kind of want to make you guys aware that there is a, I'm not going to say an easier, but there's a a better or a clear path or a clearer path than the one you're taking. You just maybe need to, you know, step outside of your, your current rut to see what that is. Um, And that's massive. Like think of all that time back, you know? So when, and, and not, not only that, like think of all the money that you've spent on gym membership, on gym clothes, on protein shakes, on protein bars, on diet whey, and you know all of this stuff. Like that's tens of thousands of pounds for the vast majority of people who go to the gym. It really is. One thing as well I'd think about is in terms of the biggest mistake most people make is that they, and we have this association with culture now that more is better, and it couldn't be more wrong. Better is better. So like the, a lot of the clients like working with me, the, one of the big things we actually end up doing is stripping back the amount of workouts they do a week to only three or four and being much more time efficient and getting much better results by having a higher bang for your buck in terms of the workouts being more effective, more productive and you being recovered and refreshed for them and actually looking forward to it rather than what most people try and do is train every single day and just bury themselves into the ground. Because I think you and me both know 
that people get very excited at the start of a quote-unquote transformation journey and they want to go out the gate and do two hours cardio they want to train every single day you want to try double training splits and it's like well we need to sometimes slow down and like one of the best things you can do is try and get the most amount of results from the least amount of effort initially absolutely and yeah there will be some people who you know have a chat with us and they say listen i would really love to join your program but i don't have the time and what, what, what you don't realize is, as Charlie just said, very often you're spending too much time doing the wrong thing, investing too much money in the wrong stuff when, you know, uh, and, and maybe obviously, you know, my, my perspective has changed over the years on, you know, in investment of, of time or going to mentors or, you know, looking at anyone in any walk of life. Um, you know, from teachers to, you know, people who've integrated you into your business, like, you know, back in the day when you're in real estate, there are always people that you kind of look up to that showed you the way initially. And for some reason, uh, I think people don't realize that the, the gym or fitness is, is exactly the same. Um, you know, you're paying for speed, you're paying for getting time back. So, you know, whatever investment you make in a coach, be it a personal trainer, be it an online coach, be it Charlie, be it ourselves, um, it doesn't, it, it doesn't massively matter as long as I think that you resonate with the, the person, um, you believe in, in the results that, you know, that they've been proven to give. Um, and then that, you know, like we're saying that they can map out an actual role plan for you without you being a little bit overwhelmed. That's something that happens quite often though. I think a lot of people feel very overwhelmed when they start a new training program with diet because it, it's a lot of change sometimes for a lot of people and change can often be uh, scary. And it's quite interesting to talk about this because just looking out the window, we're both sitting here in the Gulf of uh, basically the Middle East in Dubai doing a podcast. And like we've both been here for a few weeks and this is a big change for us in terms of what we're doing with our lives. And it's uh, scary at the same time for everyone, but like everything in life in terms of going forward is going to be about you changing and improving yourself and you need to push yourself outside of your comfort zone to really improve with whatever you're going to do because ultimately what you've done so far has got you to where you are now so unless you're going to do something different and change then nothing else will change yeah i i, I say you know as as friends i know I, I say to you all the time like i need to do something it's been a while since i've done something scary i'm thinking of doing this what are your thoughts and very often it's a bit left field, but you're like, hey, listen, like, and you understand, you know, as, as more than anyone, the value of pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. Um, and I know it's cliche, but like nothing changes in a comfort zone, like nothing, um, you know, almost to the point where I'm looking for a challenge. And sometimes I'm, I'm looking for a bad challenge, like I'm looking for something that's going to test me or a stress. And the only reason I feel that way is because I've seen the value of you know, in, in, in the past being in difficult scenarios or stressful scenarios or, um, you know, feeling under pressure with things. And um, I think it's finding a good element of putting yourself into that comfort zone and then pushing yourself outside it with guidance. Like it's all well and good to go, oh, I'm going to do something scary, but you don't want to be running around like a headless chicken either. I think, you know, pushing yourself outside your comfort zone under good guidance is is is, is a really smart um growth-minded you know way of approaching things um i think very often 
people come, you know, to you and say they want to get shredded or, you know, they come to, you know, myself and Wade and, and they say, I want to get in, do a photo shoot, step on stage like yourself or, you know, whatever. I think that's great. And always keep that end goal in mind. But what's the next step, you know? And um, I think it can be very overwhelming at times if you look at, oh, I'm so far away from X rather than, hey, you've been on the program for eight weeks, nine weeks, 10 weeks, look how well you've done. And even how well doesn't necessarily mean losing a, a huge amount of weight. It could be, look at all the habits you've improved. Look at your recovery markers or look at your sleep or look at your sex life with your partner or look at your relationship with you know, your family. And all of these things I think are um, the foundations of a great transformation. You know, I think people looking at, our page and especially your page and seeing people shredded to death. I mean, that's great. That happens all the time, but look at all the other aspects of their lives that are improving as well. You know, I think sometimes people are overly consumed with the, you know, photo shoot or the cover of a magazine or whatever it may be. And they don't see the small micro steps that are just as valuable. Um, and even in our own lives, right? hundred percent. I think, Ultimately, your own visual appearance will never make you 100% happy and what people need to focus on. Say, for example, your goal is you want to be 10% body fat, as an example. Your goal should always be, and what we try and teach is that your goal is to learn the right habits that you can consistently do on a daily basis that someone who's walking around at 10% body fat will do. And by, by, by end product of that, if you achieve that, you will get to your end goal. And what will make you then happy and fulfilled in life is those habits and not the physique you have because people sometimes need to take away the attachment to the way they look, which obviously is important in terms of the goal. However, what's more important is actually how you feel and your energy levels and sort of relationships with other people, how productive you are at work. All these other factors have more of an overall benefit to your lifestyle and then your physique is just a byproduct of that. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head there. If you go to someone, let's just say, um, anyone listening to this right now, you'll probably fit under a number of one of these categories. You potentially, you know, want to look like someone on stage or like someone on the cover of a magazine. You'll want to potentially be a millionaire. You want to be uh, the best in whatever your given field is in either education or work. Um, and, and for some of you, you want to be an amazing parent or husband or wife. If you look at any of those things to aspire to achieve, let's just say it's a millionaire. Cool. You want to be a millionaire. That's great. Is your day congruent with what a millionaire would be doing every day? And the answer is probably no. And if it is, if you continue on that route, you will be there. And if let's just say you want to be one of the best bodybuilders in the world, does your day look like what some of the best bodybuilders in the world would be doing today? And the answer is probably no. But if you ever want to achieve that, you need to start living your life that way. When people want to be, say, a professional fitness model, it's exactly the same. They want to be in the cover of a magazine or they want to do whatever, step on stage or be an amazing parent or whatever. Does your day look like that now? And if it doesn't, you need to go, okay, well, it's not just going to happen. You're just going to, you know, click your fingers and go, oh, when I hit that first mill, I'm going to then change my lifestyle. 
that's not what happens. And Charlie hit the nail on the head. It's like finding fulfillment in the process is, is, is the easiest way to succeed in anything. Um, you know, be it in academia, be it, you know, in training, be it in whatever, you know, it, it's falling in love with the process that is going to get you there. Um, and I know that's very cliche, but it's, it's true. Like, we're not like, we're not going to lie to you. We're not bullshitting you and saying, you know, oh, do this and do that. And, you know, and, and I think the truth is, you know, Charlie's been incredibly successful in all areas of his life. And I, I would say I have and been very grateful, you know, that, that we have the lives that we have. But if we ever fall out of sync of fulfillment, it's empty. No matter how many clients, no matter how much money, no matter how, how we look, pulling yourself back into, oh, yeah, it's stressful running businesses like we do, but we love it. It's stressful to cut down to 6 7% body fat, but we love it, at least for some aspects of it. Um, and, and I think reminding ourselves that like we're doing this by choice and the sacrifice is worth it and if it wasn't then don't do it find your balance but um that that clear path is often not mapped out for us naturally and if we haven't achieved x you know growing a business for the first time or you know investing in properties or whatever it is you guys are doing whether it's academia whatever you guys are doing like finding people who have done it or have helped a lot of other people done it, do whatever it is, is, um, is going to give you a little bit more clarity. And I say that with my hand up being like, I made this mistake numerous times thinking, Oh, okay. I want to, I'm on step number one of the ladder. I want to get to step number eight, not realizing that it is a, a stepping stone. And, you know, you've been a massive, a massive gift in my life to maybe rein me back in sometimes and say, Hey, look, look at this and look at that. And I think having be it friends, be it coaches, be it mentors, be it, you know, colleagues that are able to do that's really important. The problem is a lot of people, unfortunately, don't always have the support or people in their bubble that think the same way or appreciate their goals. And sometimes then they're left kind of rudderless. So be it a coach, be it you know, a community or, and I know that's what we'll probably want to impart too, but having other people that can help you with that, that, that kind of stepping stone or that transition is important. Like who would have thought if you could go back to, to, to you at 18, 19 and your personal trainer for the first time and said, this is where you're going to be. This is what you have to do. It would have been overwhelming back then too, right? The thing is with everything in life, I think, you rise to the challenges that are put in front of you. And once you've conquered that challenge, then the next challenge becomes overwhelming. Yeah. And you're constantly scaling a mountain where you get to a new summit and it's a full summit. And then you see, oh, we keep, we keep going. And every time it gets overwhelming. But if you were to stand at the very bottom of the mountain and look all the way to the top, like you just referred to, you would even, never even start climbing because you become overwhelmed. So I think one of the things that... Uh, myself and the rest of the coaches do so well and you and Wade do so well is identifying with clients when it comes to goal setting what the low-hanging fruit is in terms of what's going to bring the most return on investment and getting progress the easiest for the client initially mm -hmm. to get wins from the gate from going forwards and um, with everything in life it's like collecting momentum and confidence and confidence breeds confidence so once you start to stack small win after small win after small win it then becomes easy in the client's mind to like the trigger and the flip, the switch is flipped to be like, I can do this. I've got this. And I think 
that's both of our greatest gifts is giving people the confidence when it comes to once we've set a goal with someone to helping them see that through yeah 100 percent um one thing that a lot of you who've dieted or been on this process for a while at least will will resonate with is when you cut down for the first time you can see the scales dropping you feel great everything is you know going you know you're uh, as charlie said confidence breeds confidence you keep going keep going and then you get to a point where you either reverse diet you start growing and all of a sudden the scale's not dropping anymore so you need a new metric and very often if you've let's say never been that lean before all you ever wanted was to see the scales drop so to change your metric to something else can be challenging and that's when a coach comes in and goes well okay but look at all your lifts improving look at your strength and your recovery improving look at your physique changing you know your body composition's changing so having that look or or someone who can maybe steer you to other metrics or other aspects of your life that are changing is really important. And that's where goal setting comes in because, and, and this is, you know, on, on, on the deep side, but if someone jumps on a call with either of us and says, you know, I want abs, I, I will often be blunt and say, I don't think you do. Why? Yeah. What, why do you think you want abs? And they'll go, Oh, because, and there's always another why. Or like, oh, I really want to build muscle. Why? Well, because, well, I just do. No, 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 really. Like, why do you want to build muscle? Um, because I've never had muscle. Okay, why is it important? Um, well, I think maybe, you know, I'll feel a little bit more confident. And, and then it's like, okay, does having X amount of muscle, you know, ha- have a direct correlation with confidence? Or... Is it just the way you perceive yourself or is it the way other people perceive you or the way you think other people perceive you? And I think when you start going down that rabbit hole, you start to really uncover. And we're very fortunate that we work with, obviously we've got amazing teams and amazing coaches in, in, in both our um, teams, but we will still work with people extremely closely ourselves, knowing that being able to help people on a deeper level than just get them shredded and get them lean is, is, is life-changing for us. And I suppose being able to uncover the why beneath the why is, is it, to me, is, is what makes you know, the, the transformation worthwhile. But often it's, it's a deeper reason. It's a deeper meaning. Um, and when you're on that vein, the, the, what was the goal maybe isn't the goal anymore. Yeah, you could still achieve it. Yeah, you could still get on the cover of a magazine. You could step on stage. You could compete in a show or get shredded or build muscle but think of all of the other things that are going to come of you know from that like if you if you look at yourself now other than looking like a greek god you probably have so many other areas of your life that have improved from training from the discipline from the confidence the dedication the structure yeah everything you know and i think um Sometimes that, that's very difficult to see when you've been spinning your wheels and you've got this really what you, what you deem as a very unachievable goal and, and you keep spinning your wheels and you're not going anywhere. Um, like that, that, to me, that's, that's a gift. Like that's a massive gift from, and it's not me and Charlie are incredible. It's just that we've gone through this with hundreds and thousands of clients before. You know, we were able to spot 
you know, the aspects of what, what is going to initiate an amazing transformation sometimes. Um, and I really don't think you can, you, you can buy that. That's, that's a learned skill that only comes from fucking up a few times, you know, like how many over the years, and Darren, you've met Darren, who's obviously a great friend of both of ours, was was one of my first clients. And, you know, he used to go, hey, dude, like, some, uh, I really like you, you know, and this may be 2015. He's like, I really like you, but sometimes I feel like I'm just like a, a guinea pig and you're trying things. And I'm like, I am. I'm like, every single client that we have is is an opportunity for us to improve and really uncover, because everyone's unique. Uh, and so I would say to him, dude, what's worked for X or Y or Z is going to be different for you. So it's always, you know, uncovering, like you never want someone to join CJ coaching, the cover model Academy shredded nice and just, Oh great. This worked for Charlie. Let, let me give this a go. Everything that you do, everything that we do is tailored. And every person is an experiment. Every individual is an experiment. So I think having people that are, that are aware of that and aren't just like printing out training programs, nutrition programs is, is, is important. And you know, that's something that you do really, really well. And I know it's, it's something that doesn't get spoken about enough, but I think in, in an industry full of charlatans, I think having people who've walk the walk is, is valuable. And you know, no, no, no fingers being pointed at, at anyone. Everyone's, you know, trying to do their best in this world. But I feel like um, if it was me and I wanted to get a transformation, I would go to people who've done it, not just for themselves, but with thousands of people. And um, yeah, I think that's just something that we resonate with a lot and something that we were very strong on. hundred percent. I think one of the things you mentioned there is like every person is beautifully unique in themselves. And that's why, I get asked every day very specific questions and the answer is it depends. It's, it's impossible <laughs> not to be like it depends because everything is completely different. And it's the same when a client says to me, how much weight am I going to lose the first three weeks? Well, it depends. Yeah. How, how adherent are you to diet? How hard do you train? Like, like generally, we don't actually know what's going to happen when you start a training program, nutrition program. You, me, whoever, like we're taking an educated guess from our own knowledge on our anecdotal experience in what we think will happen based upon your information you provide us thus far. And that's when I think the real gift of coaching comes in that people don't necessarily uh, appreciate initially is the changes that come after initial program. Cause people think so often that, Oh, I'll just follow a set routine, a set diet for 12 weeks and I'll lose weight. Well, cool. Like a lot of people will find that once you get to week three, maybe week five, you'll hit a wall, progress will stop. And that's where people then like, drop off. shit, what do I do now? Yeah. Or they drop off, they stop. And then they almost relapse and they binge eat and then they go back to square one again. And oh. people repeat this cycle for years. Yeah, or I was going to say, or what's worse is someone joins a program and it's all hunky-dory. They go, fuck, don't really need this coach anymore. Everything's going great. And then they hit a plateau, which happens all the time. And it's like, that's when you need assistance. Like, how do you now you know, rectify or, or, or optimize this plateau that you've, you've stumbled across multiple times before. Um, so yeah, dude, I think that's, you know, really summarizing, you know, that goal setting and having someone who can map out, you know, a clear, a clear path to success, but also being aware that, you know, it's not like a, a 
a proven script. It's something that's why you need coaching. I feel that's why having assistance to it's, it's just problem solve. Like having that's someone what else. fascinates me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think in regards to the biggest thing people should take from goal setting is their biggest goal with no matter what the actual specific is, whether it's to get shredded, build muscle is you should always have the goal of becoming more self-aware of who you are, how you feel and how everything makes you feel because the whole process of training nutrition is actually about you ed- becoming educated on yourself and you and me are there just as guides to help you learn or prospective client learn about themselves and how certain things feel. Um, and that feedback loop that the client feels about themselves in terms of how they feel something works for them and then providing that back to the coaches is how you create world-class results. And that's the real win in terms of when it comes to goal setting is the client actually becoming aware of what to do, what not to do and how certain things make them feel. Yeah. I, uh, the, the analogy that I use is, you know, it's not a client coming to us looking for the answers. It's yourself and the client, coach and client, going out into the woods with a treasure map and you're both trying to find the way. Get the spade out. Exactly. Get the, both getting the spade out, both communicating, you know, both being able to go, okay, is that this or is that that? And it, it's never a dictatorship or it shouldn't be. It's very much a, a relationship and a, an uncovering. Um, and I think if you can take that analogy into coaching as a client, if you guys are listening to this, or if you guys are trainers out there and, and you know, you're, you're trying to get an amazing transformation for, for, for your own clients, I think taking that massively on board, like you're both out there with, with the treasure map and you're both trying to work at this together. It's not a, I know more than you and you tell me this and I'll make these changes. Um, and I think for those of you who are listening that are maybe have always been on the fence of, oh, I don't really know if I can be dictated to, it's so not about that. You know, it's it's a very it's a very intimate, close relationship that you build with clients, and and I think that's why we love it, right? Hundred percent, and that's the key to results is having open lines of communication both ways, and the client feeling confident enough to voice their opinion on things and provide the feedback. Because without the feedback, it's impossible for coach to make the right decision. Absolutely. Now, it was an incredible episode of the podcast with Dr. Chris Spearman. We discussed the importance of goal setting. Now, if you need help with your own fitness journey to help you level up and set a higher standard for yourself and set some clear goals to help you become the ultimate version of who you can be, then it would be an absolute pleasure to help. There's a link below the podcast where you can book in your free six-pack strategy call or drop me a message on Instagram with the word change and would absolutely love to help. And like I said, there was some further information in regards to the podcast, if you found it helpful and insightful, please make sure you leave a five-star review and we'll have episode number two of this three-part series coming up shortly.